Welcome to this week's Like a Bigfoot podcast. Uh, this is number 290. I'm really, really excited for this episode. Uh, I'm bringing back on my wife, Lindsay Ward. Um, we didn't really have like a main topic or, or something to talk about, really. Uh, so we touch upon a whole bunch of different things, including both of our like thoughts on what an adventure is and what it brings to to my life and her life um we also talk about our favorite dumb action movie adventure films <laughs> uh and just talk about all sorts of stuff so um this is kind of a smorgas smorgasbord i've always had trouble with that word ever since the beginning of the podcast you could go back and just play a bunch of clips of me trying to say smorgasbord um but this one was awesome. It was super fun to record. Um, it's always just a great excuse. Like we get so busy sometimes as parents and it's, it was just nice to be able to have an excuse to sit down and chat with her for an hour or so, because she truly is my favorite person and makes me smile, makes me laugh more than anybody. Um, and yeah, she's incredible. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I hope you get some laughs. Uh, it's pretty lighthearted. Um, you know, I don't think we ever dive into anything, anything too deep or anything like that. So uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. This is 290. Like I said, I, the next 10 counting up to episode 300, I want to make them really fun and really memorable and everything like that. So uh yeah let's just get right into it this is like a bigfoot podcast number 290 with Lindsay ward all right ladies and gentlemen uh beyond honored out of all of the guests that i've had on the podcast up until this point today's guest is the person who's changed my life the absolute most for the the better is that how you say that see mm -hmm. she's she for the best <laughs> she's my peripheral brain and when i ever get stuck i always turn to her uh my lovely wife Lindsay's here welcome back to the show i mean thank you <laughs> <laughs> i made a pact to myself that when i got to episode 290 the like the 10 leading up to 300 would be like one that I was they'd be big gets that I was psyched about you know like I was like what are episodes I would be psyched about and I made a list um and you were on it that's really sweet like truly because I think one of my favorite things is sitting down and just like having an excuse to talk with you for like 40 minutes or so mm -hmm. you know like without the kids popping in and all that and I think I said on the last time you're in on the podcast I said there's a Calvin and Hobbes where like all day long it's like each panel is like part of his day and he's basically like um just in school and he's super bored and he's at the bus stop and he's like mad and he's being picked on and bullied like he's just having a terrible day and then his mom like sees him at the end and he's walking in holding hobbs and she's like how's your day and he has this big smile and he's like looking up oh and i'm like that's how i feel when you're here you're super sweet yeah, and I figured I'd just talk a whole bunch, and you've said like I'm two words gonna, so far. Sorry. Yeah, let's just sit here and have you compliment me. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about this? Um, I went on a run this morning, mm -hmm. and I was trying to shoot a snot rocket, 
And it somehow like... <laughs> that is the, one of the grossest things a human body... I wouldn't say the human body does it. It's something you can do to your human body and it's disgusting. You're a, you've seen some stuff. Out of like you've seen some. No, I just think it's gross. Anybody who does that, as long as there was nobody else around you. Okay. Step one, but also you can't talk about it. Well, I'm going to because I feel like it broke. (laughs) It broke barriers. I feel like it broke the laws of physics. (laughs) (laughs) So explain this. Oh, this is this why I'm on to explain the medical stuff. Well, what are you supposed to do? How do you get them out in the morning? Blow your nose. I do, but then I go for a run and they like appear. How do boogers form? <laughs> Teach us. Because they just they keep boogers appearing. serve a purpose. Am I really explaining yeah. this? Tell me how what boogers do. <laughs> this is why people tune in. <laughs> There's all sorts of filter or it's like acts as a filter to all the gross stuff in the air. Okay. And it traps... <laughs> It forms boogers when stuff goes up your nose. They shouldn't be there. Okay, but then I, I wake up in the morning. It's so dry out here that my nose is just like... It's like it feels like a cave. Like, stel- mm-hmm. what is no, it? No, no, don't. Stalactites or, or mites, depending on where they're... Mites come from the floor? Yeah, and it's either one of those are happening in there. And I have to get rid of them. And sometimes, like, when I run, though, I feel like I'm clear. And then when I run, they just pop back up. No, like, wipe it on your shirt sleeve. I do that, too. But I'm just saying, like, what 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 am I supposed to do? I don't know. Well, anyways, I I tried to, like... uh, snot rocketed out and it like bungee jumped were you moving as you did it yeah and it like hung on and bungee jumped up like a like it rebounded (laughs) up into my eye and i spent 10 minutes trying to get out and i was crying that is too much but i wanted to share that on the podcast because i think like we can go on instagram and see like pretty pictures (laughs) of people running and like sometimes you go on like some like you know like amazing runners like the pictures are just them and they're like they're like they're like ripped and their muscles are are like jacked and everything and and they don't even look like they're sweating or struggling they're just like whatever i'm going up a big mountain and meanwhile i'm like i don't i don't think that's what i look like no that's all i got on that that's okay Great. Let's move on to another topic. Okay. Um, what, did, what else did you bring to the table? <laughs> I was thinking about this when we started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know how I'm going to impress Lindsay? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes. Well, this is a different story than the one you're thinking of. Is it? Yeah. But I was it's like. not the sit-ups? It's not the sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I was like, you know how I'm going to press Lindsay? Because, like, at the time, like, I was, I would weight lift a bunch and stuff and, like, do bench press and whatnot. You know, I was, like, training for college <clears throat> football and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here's how I'm going to press her. I just, I remember specifically there was a day we were at the Y. And I was like, Lindsay, will you spot me? Oh, I do not remember this. I don't remember this. 
And I was like, this is going to blow her mind, dude. So I like loaded up. The I'm switch. embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for me too. Past Chris. Oh, dude. So many times thinking back. This makes you want to cringe. Oh, yeah. This should. I'm hoping everyone's cringing. And they're like, he started by talking about. How would rockets. I spot you? I don't know. But <laughs> that, that was a big gamble because I couldn't have lifted that off of you. <laughs> you dropped it and that was the day i ended up in the hospital <laughs> um no so i was like i'm gonna she's gonna spot me and i did bench <laughs> in my mind i was like was this at the y yeah in muscatine iowa and i remember being like in my mind i'm like this is gonna impress her for sure <laughs> and then realizing very quickly like halfway through the first rep like my face probably contorts into very weird like you know and i was like and i remember like you were trying to keep like a sexy face yeah or something but i was like like bench pressing and i remember like looking at your eyes and seeing that you were not impressed in fact it was probably having like a more like a terrible effect on it but but it all worked out it all worked out you ended up marrying me so i guess what i'm trying to say is if you want to impress somebody don't bench press <laughs> don't bench press. <laughs> don't have them spot you i just remember that was when i realized like oh like girls care about different things than we do <laughs> like me and like travis would be like you know that that, that would have impressed, impressed travis. it would have impressed travis yeah you were yeah wrong and it tactic not. but anyways so yeah but i appreciate you i love you and i know like this last year has been the last two years, really. I was just thinking our oldest is having her birthday today. Mm-hmm. And our youngest is about to have a birthday. And I was just thinking this while I was hiking with her today. I was like, dang. the lot, Like, two-thirds of her life has been spent in this weird mm-hmm. time. I know. Cause she had her first birthday and then, like, a couple weeks later, everything shut down. Well, yeah. Yeah. Super crazy. But I just want to give props to you because well, you're thanks. keeping it together. And I know it's been <laughs> barely. I know it's been stressful, but you're incredible. So Well thanks. Yeah. Super glue and duct tape. Keeping it together. Super glue, duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. What are you looking forward to <laughs> for the next year? Like what's something like do you do you do the thing that I I do where I'm like, I have to have something upcoming that i'm like either working towards or like yes trying to get to yes is it yes i do (laughs) this is my favorite part with Lindsay. i love the the one word answers she nods forgets (laughs) this is like a audio podcast um no i always had to have something to look forward to because it's like i need that carrot dangling in front of me um so i am looking forward to going on our 10 year anniversary trip even though it'll be our 12 year anniversary to iceland because that was one thing that had to get postponed because of covid so i'm pumped because we finally just booked all that um on friday so that's exciting um i am like i like our weekend trips so i think coming up you and me are going to arizona for a long weekend and then I'm also crashing my mom's yeah, dude, female Dude, seat. wait. Tell me about this. <laughs> I, I don't know much other than that 
It's like a leadership. It's like some boss lady, CEO, badass women retreat that my mom is going to. And I'm just crashing it with my best friend from med school. And I'm just going to lay on the pool. There's a marketing opportunity there for your mom with whatever you just called it. Whatever that name was. Yeah. But she's running it. She's like the leader. I don't think she's. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if she's running it. I think she's like one of the speakers. But so I'm just going to. Be your plus one. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But it's funny because I would only see her as like the mom of the girl. Oh, I know. She was the mom who would stay up all night making my Halloween costume. Yeah. The night before because she's also a procrastinator a little bit. But (laughs) (laughs) she would always get it done under the wire. But she would stay up all night to make homemade Halloween costumes because she knew how to sew because she wanted to be a home ec teacher. Yeah. So how do you like, I don't know. I just wonder like, you you know, I just, so I'm a dad of three girls. Like I have my own role there. I don't know what it is yet. I'm still figuring that out. But I feel like the mom of girls like has this way more kind of like, Mm -hmm. they're going to put you up on a pedestal. There's, I don't know. Like, do you feel that at all? Or, or like, how do you think the girls perceive you? I don't know. That makes me want to ask them. I think they like me. A lot of, I mean, like. Millie thinks you're three. She just told me that. I was like, how old do you think mom is? Three? I'm like, all right. I, yeah, I hope that they, because I feel like I'm a lot of time not the fun parent. Because I'm always like, I feel like I'm always like yelling at them and not yelling at them, but like making them do stuff. And it's time to do this. And now I'm doing your dinner and I'm cleaning your room and la, 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 la. Um, so I feel like I'm not as fun, but I hope that they remember some of the funner things I do. Like I try to make their life magical, like making a giant dragon for Harper's birthday. Tomorrow I'm doing a bunch of crafts and stuff, but yeah. I feel the same way though. But do you feel like you, you feel like you're not the fun parent either? Yeah. Okay. Who's the fun parent? Maybe either of us are fun. <laughs> These poor kids. They don't even have the fun parent. I know. No, you're doing I mean, I just spent the last 30 minutes making bingo cards. She did. She did. And I was just sitting <laughs> for, there. For a dragon on word- bingo I was doing Wordle. I was doing Wordle, which defeated well, me. because I had already finished it long before you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. It was tacit. Not a word. Can you spoil? Oh, I guess it's only up for a day. Yeah, yeah dude. That's like a big no-no, right? If you tell somebody what the word is. I would tell them today because I don't think I am it's very late word. to the party because I just discovered Wordle six days ago. Yeah, it's super fun. It's so much fun. It reminded me, you know, do you remember we used to play Text Twist in time. high school? God, yeah. that was a good game. Yeah. I just remember at one point, this story is probably like, there's like a levels of like stories people probably don't care about listening to this podcast. And this one's the bottom of the bottom here. <laughs> but when we we're in high school, Jake Zumwalt and Johnny McRae were playing. And they just kept yelling out random like combinations of words. And they were like, pot ion. Pot ion, and then it came up, and they're like, "What?" And then realized it was potion. <laughs> I told that to Cornejo, and he said a friend did the same thing with chaos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that the phrase was—I'm not going to say it right—for all intensive purposes until about two years ago when I saw it spelled out all intents and purposes. I thought it was intensive purposes i was saying it wrong my entire life 
Who told you? For all intents. No, I saw it. I read it in a book. And I was like, oh my gosh. Is that what that actually is supposed to be? Because I had been doing some really intensive purposes. purposes. (laughs) I've been intensive purposes. I feel really intense. Oh, man. Did you? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, that's how, that's in the paper I wrote to get into med school. I wrote intensive purposes. I'm trying on my MCAT. It was like the first year that you had to write an essay, and they just give you random ass subjects. Oh gosh, I'm gonna. T- oh, the word is escaping me. You're like, I'm gonna start with this phrase that I know sounds. No, smart. it was basically a word I had never heard of in my life, and it was something about politics. Oh, you're gonna have to like dub in what this governor. Word is. No. <laughs> what is it called? Legislature. Is it constituents? Constituents. It might have been constituents. And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I don't even remember what I wrote about. But it was not about people underneath somebody's, you know, governing. <laughs> this is, I haven't learned much since then. Let me. <laughs> constituents is like, who. Don't try to explain it now. <laughs> It's the voters for like a certain section, correct? Yes. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. Twenties mm-hmm. or thirties, what's better? Um, like for you. Well, I base I don't want to say I wasted my twenties. What did you prefer though? Like what do you prefer? Because for me, I totally prefer thirties. I prefer thirties, but I also like didn't I started my grown up job. A week after my 30th birthday. Like I spent from 18 until 29 and a three quarters, like basically in school. I know residency is in school, but it's 80 hours a week in school. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Not making much. And just. And spending the majority of my time. No, like here I do. So you would come home. That's why I have such great. Everybody's like, how do you look so young? I was like, I did not see the sun for a decade. And I didn't smoke. <laughs> do you add that part in? That yes. Thing? And I don't smoke. You know what I do? This is a tangent. <laughs> People should know they shouldn't smoke at this point. But like, I don't shame anybody, but like I have to bring it up during their physicals. And a lot of times, you know how you can smell like smoke on somebody? And I wait until I'm listening to their lungs. And I'll be like, ooh, do you smoke when I'm listening to their lungs? But it's not because their lungs sound bad. It's because I can smell the smoke on them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you can tell. I was like, I can tell. You should quit smoking. That's how I do it. That's... Isn't that horrible? Has anyone, have you successfully gotten anyone to? I've had lots of people quit smoking. So, but it's like, the it's one of the hardest things to do. So, like, yeah, it's okay. It takes more than one time to try. It's just very, very addicting, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, Chris. I know. I'm just like, here's me asking the dumbest questions. Would you like me to explain not rockets again? No. No. Um, Well, I wanted to ask because like, like I said, for me, the like, you know, you always look back with like rose colored glasses Mm -hmm. on any time of your life or situation or whatever. And I look back to like college or like 20s and I'm like. Did I did I enjoy it? And I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure I did all the way. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm enjoying life way more now. Mm-hmm. Even though life is a billion times crazier and busier mm-hmm. and all that, you know? Like college I just remember being 
stressed a lot because I college I, is not the best time of your life. You know how they always say like, yeah, these are the best years of your life. That is super depressing. One, I you tell it somebody wasn't. leaving high school that like get ready because next four years are gonna be great, and then it's all downhill. Ooh, when our kids graduate high school, I'm gonna be like, you know what the best time of your life is. When you're my age right now, this is awesome. <laughs> you have when kids. When you're 45. Yeah. Um, no, dude. Like, I just remember being stressed all the time. Like, I fell behind. I I would start a semester being like, I'm going to stay caught up this time. Mm-hmm. Within like a week, I was like, had totally just fallen behind. And then I was just scrambling to catch up the rest of the semester, hmm. you know. And no, then I remember. I don't know. Well, Lynn, you would basically like stay up all like to like midnight every night with like a giant textbook. Yes. From. I don't know how. Until we moved out here to Colorado, basically. I. Yeah. I would have like a. I had so much caffeine. Like I would. I could have like a monster drink and then just go straight to sleep. Like I would. (laughs) Like I would just drink until I fell asleep. Drink caffeine. 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 Until I fell asleep. That's wild. I remember specifically there was one uh, test we took. Oh, the Col- physics one? No. Oh, chem? It wasn't even one we took. Sorry, I shouldn't have oh. said it that way. I took a test and in the middle of it, you know how quiet those giant like lecture halls at Iowa got? Mm-hmm. In the middle of it, my stomach <laughs> <laughs> just started going like that. And then I would stop. And I would look, and the girl next to me would just turn her head slowly, and then I would pretend like I didn't notice, and I'm like, oh, God. And then, like, a minute later, and I was like, oh, my God, it was so embarrassing, and I don't, I couldn't focus on the test. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, see, let's get out of here, and then we just, we booked it, and then I remember, I remember leaving a test. And waiting for you, I think. It was like a class we had taken together. And all these people were walking out. And in my mind, I'm like, that test was really hard. And then I watched every student walk out looking pissed. Like, so mad. And so it made me feel better. Because I'm like, all right. And this one kid walked out and literally had a pencil in his hand. Just snapped and it. And snapped it with his thumb. <laughs> like, dramatically. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Anyways, we should probably talk about like adventure or something, right? I don't know. I told you I have nothing to bring to the table today, and you you're carrying this. Okay. Um. Do you crave adventure? <laughs> in, in do you crave adventure in like a similar way that I do? Like, what do you think about? Well, that? tell me how you crave adventure first. Well, like, well, we, let me. No, I'm going to answer that question. Okay. This is how I think you crave adventure. Okay. <laughs> You always have to be training for something is what I feel like. Like you are always having to like constantly top and do like something wilder than before. Like you can't just do a 50K. You have to do a 50K in a monsoon or you have to do a 50K running backwards. Like you're always like trying to like, I know you haven't done that, but you know what I mean? You're always trying to like find the new thing that you have not done yet so that you can chase it. That's what I think you crave. Oh, that's interesting. Is that incorrect? I don't feel that that's way. That's how I perceive it. I know, and I don't feel that way at all. Like, I don't feel like I am I need to, like, one-up the thing I did before. There is some of it where it's like... No, you have been like... I don't think you need to one-up. You're like, well, I'm not doing a 
50 no like no, you don't no i love 50k no, 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 i know you like 50k so you're like <laughs> oh i'm not gonna do a marathon because i've already done a marathon no i i don't want to do a road marathon because i don't like running on the road okay okay no but it's funny that you think that i don't perceive myself that way like our buddy travis, travis has literally travis. claimed that he was like once I do something, I don't do it again. I You're ride always going to PR. I ride off into the sunset and never to return. And I'm like, no, dude, like, I don't know. I just, I think for me, it's because it is funny because I haven't really trained for an event. I know you haven't. For a long time now. You trained for Desert Rats last year, even though you didn't technically did, run it. Because I didn't, I didn't know how like physically taxing that whole week would be. Mm-hmm. And it was physically emotionally mentally like all the above um and i trained for it and tim my friend uh tim Barr, who i run with Mm -hmm. he made fun of me so much they were training for it yeah he's because he was actually training for it for the actual race and he was like oh oh you're training to film (laughs) and i was like yeah man but like you gotta like be way out there i don't know but anyways, he's like, oh, is the heat going to be bothersome to you? And I'm like, yeah. Ooh, they just asked for dessert. What was the, what was the over under? I forgot to ask oh, you. We didn't even ask it. They made it longer than I was 25 expected. minutes. I was going to say 20 minutes. All right. You want to pause it? We'll do yeah. dessert. We're going to get dessert. <clears throat> and we're back. <laughs> um, you just asked me to compliment you a bunch again. Yeah. Can we go back to that part? Yeah. I want to hear your concept of adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I also don't think I answered the question that that like I feel like a lot of times people link adventure to outdoors and I'm trying to like un you know, unlink that. Link those two. But that is like what I first think of is Hiking or going creek stomping or, you know, discovering a new place to explore. Like, it's all usually outside. So I'm trying to think of ways to do that indoors, but it's also hard because of the pandemic. Well, let's, I don't know where let's I'm going think about, like, why do you think people link it? Because, I mean, isn't life an adventure? But to me, so going back, because <laughs> adventure to me is not outdoors. Like, adventure to me means kind of being more spontaneous is how I think of adventure. Yeah. Which isn't the same for a lot of people because a lot of people like to plan things. But, like, I am such a planner that that is not fun for me. Like, it's, you know, because we plan so much and I could tell you what we're doing for the next, like, umpteenth weekends. But for me, like, I truly feel adventurous when we're like, oh, what's that smell of barbecue? Let's follow that barbecue smell. And then we discover our favorite barbecue place. Or like, let's take this road, and then it's a new place. Well, and I think the I think the reason why so many people associate it with being outdoors and like being in the wilderness is because you like truly don't know what's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing that it challenges people like you, I think, because people who are planners or really like want to understand what the experience will be before they're out there you know i think sometimes they they either struggle or they kind of like expand their horizons through through the adventure you know because you start off you like leave your car 
and then you start hiking down a trail and you don't really know like is it gonna rain is it gonna snow are mm-hmm. we gonna run into some sort of wildlife you know is the trail gonna be a lot harder than we thought it was going to or is it gonna take a lot longer you know yes but that being said, I feel like I'm always going to plan. <laughs> like, because, no. so I, like, my favorite moments are when, like, it's something I haven't planned pops up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would have never assumed this was happening. But I plan because, like, remember when we climbed, <laughs> what was that mountain? Mount St. Helens. Mount St. Helens. And we had to camp two hours away from the trailhead. And then we get there and you're like, oh, we could have. We could have camped at the trailhead. I'm like, yeah, I would have known that if I was in charge of this endeavor. Instead, we were just super crabby with each other because there was four <laughs> hours of driving that day when we could have just popped our tent up right there. Yeah, that's true. But then we glissaded. That was an adventure. Yeah. We almost caused an avalanche. Nah. <laughs> that really. wasn't the fun. Uh, we got a little bit lost on that one. Yeah. But that was fun. But I'm... Um, it's just interesting, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many, t- like, times life can be an adventure, too. Like, obstacles get thrown your way, and then you have to, like, be flexible and creative and come up with solutions and try to figure figure that out. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you're actually going out into the wilderness, you're kind of almost, like, working out those skills. And then yeah. the real test is when you're back in your regular routine that's a good point and you know can you can you utilize those same skills but now in this kind of like quote unquote like normal setting you know Mm -hmm. um but i just i didn't know like when you think of it when you were a kid and you thought of a grand adventure did it excite you or or was it i don't know like what did you think we had like a giant woods in our backyard, so that was my adventure. Like, I didn't stop saying like, we made trails. They were like miles in our backyard, and we had forts and all sorts of stuff. And my parents <laughs> were awesome because they. It was funny because they were probably drinking when they did this, but they had like a bunch of like artifacts that they got because my mom had to travel all the time, and so like she. And some of her coworkers got like huge things of like coral and like <laughs> like money and coins from different countries and they buried it out in our backyard and then they had forgotten they buried it or where they buried it for like years. And then uh, me and my one one of my neighbors found it and that was amazing. I wanna do something like that for our kids. Yeah. Yeah. So but- we'd always go on adventures in our backyard, is what I'm saying. That's what I think of when I think back to being a kid. Like playing out in the woods and stuff. Yeah. Because I hated camping. Because we were the only family in, like, our little caravan of people that had a tent. Everybody else had an RV. (laughs) With air conditioning, with toilets, with TVs. Nobody had an RV where I, like, don't remember camping They were all the pop-ups. But still, like, that was, like, living it up. No. I don't remember camping ever with anybody with an RV. Really? No, dude. And I just remember the... I don't know if this is my childhood brain thinking this, but I'm like, did the tents back when we were kids like take like hours longer than our tents nowadays? Because I just remember it, it seeming like hours before the tent. Oh, it was, was hours, like- and everybody be fighting. <laughs> like, 
because you'd always get there right when the sun was setting. And so there wasn't cell phones then. So somebody had to remember to bring a flashlight to get the tent Or you had those cool lanterns. Or the lanterns. Yeah. This is a tangent. I was talking with Millie, our three-year-old today, about M&Ms. Because <laughs> you bought only one of our children M&Ms today. No, and so they were all... Well, she went hiking with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> she earned it. <laughs> anyway, I was talking to Millie about her favorite colored M&Ms, and she said purple, to which I said, there aren't purple M&Ms unless you get them specially made. But then I told her, I remember, I think I was four or five, when the whole country voted on what new color of M&M there would be because it was blue. I remember before blue M&Ms existed. I do, too. do you remember that? Yeah. I remember where I was. <laughs> this is like, I hadn't thought of this in 30 years. I remember where I was when I found out it was the blue M&M that got chosen. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. This is where I learned my wife is, is crazy. The, the, the look she just gave me when the she was saying that. I voted for pink. <laughs> how does this connect to camping? I don't. Oh, because we were talking about how you were remembering tents took forever to set up back oh. in the day. And I was remembering <laughs> how like, I remember back on. when there wasn't a blue m M&M. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you really deep? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's funny. Sorry. It's just funny, though, because, like, <clears throat> you're fairly adventurous with our kids, though. Like, I mean, we'll go, we'll take them out mm-hmm. a bunch and yeah. stuff. I don't know. But I think we have two different, like, what I want to do sometimes is different. Is not plan. Is not plan. Is not I plan. don't want to plan. It's not fun for me with all the kids. It's fun for me to not plan when it's you and me. When it's yeah. all the kids, you'll be like, we should have brought sunscreen? <laughs> oh, I only brought one water bottle. Oh, I get what you're saying. Oh, should I brought snacks? Well, don't worry, Chris, because I remembered all that. Right? I brought snacks today. It was just Millie and I hiking. Okay. We climbed our first mountain. It was hands down the greatest thing that I've done in months. That's like awesome. no Were joke. there a lot of other people out? There's a lot of people out, but we she went in my backpack. We talked the whole time. We hiked like three and a half miles. And by that, I mean I carried her in a backpack. Yeah. She hiked probably a mile, though. That's sweet. And then she in started... A, in a tutu. In a just straight up like ballerina tutu and cheetah shoes, which she got comments on from Did people. She? They were like, fabulous. They were like, oh, man, I wish I was wearing my cheetah shoes. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, But she climbed every single rock on the side of the trail and had to hop off. That's, That's the mentality so I want. I want to be like... Our kids who just see a rock and they're like, I love climbing rocks. This is they all have I want. to climb every rock. So I guess that's what I I'm... want to get that joy out of something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to bottle that. But I think that's like when you talked about your perception of what I want out of adventures mm-hmm. and like having the next big thing to train for, like that's not what I, how I see myself. And it's also not like what I think I want. I think what I want is wanting to jump off rocks just randomly. I want to go out. In your cheetah shoes. In my cheetah shoes. No, I want to go and like be, um, I want to be in shape enough where I can go handle like big days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out outside and and be fine and like not be like completely destroyed for days and days afterwards. Um, but I just want to go. Like I just want to go out. I want to go explore I want to 
not really worry about going far or fast or anything like that. Like I just want to go out and like see new places. And like I have this map here of the front range and I have all the trails and like I've marked off the trails we've been on or I've been on and stuff. And I feel guilty now when I look at it because I haven't done that for at least probably i haven't marked one off since like last spring probably a new trail or you just have like a new trail like i mean obviously i go on the trails all the time around here Mm -hmm. which is great but like marking off a new one like i just haven't done that yet and i don't know that's how i see like that's what drives me towards doing like quote unquote adventures outside is just like wanting to see a new place and I don't know maybe there is part of me though that's like because i think also like when you're trying to do something that you haven't done that's harder or longer or more challenging like part of that is like trying to explore yourself and like what your capabilities i guess you know and i think so much this year has been my capabilities with applying these ideas to like this creative project that we've been working on mm-hmm. you know but I think with the kids at least, and kind of with me too, because I kind of always need like, a I need to be walking or I need to be going towards something. Like it's hard for me to just go out mm-hmm. and then turn back around. So I think that the geocaching thing is really cool yeah. that we've started doing. What is clicking? I think it's these presents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, explain the geocaching thing. Like, I don't know if everyone... I didn't really you know about it. You explain it. You have it on your phone. Essentially, is it coordinates or you just yeah. get clues? So it's... I mean, I'm sure like the old school geocachers would look at like the apps on the phone and be like, what are you doing? But the like, one nearby... Is, I like the one nearby that's like, this is where I hung out every day when I got... Oh, yeah. Suspended for school for two days and my parents never found out about it. Yeah, so they put like these coordinates on... On this local park place. Yeah, and you kind of go out and explore and there's like little hints and clues uh like in the description and it's cool like that you that one's in a park by our house but basically the clue or like the description is like back when i was in middle school i'd get in trouble and i got I like puzzles i think that's why i like yeah it. and it's like i, like I got a mystery i got suspended and this is where i Instead of going home and telling my parents I got suspended, I just stayed in this tree all day. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> I love that personal story. story. And it's cool. Like I took Zoe and there's some like one that hadn't been found according to the little booklet for like two years. We should years make one. Almost. How do you get to make one? I don't know. That, Let's, that should be a goal this summer. Do that. Okay. Okay. To be continued. Put that on the goal list, but no like that's yeah that's really cool i understand and i think it's the same with kids like you're like this is where i had a snot rocket and go in my eye yeah <laughs> i remember the time and the place as if i were my wife thinking about the m&ms she voted on when she was four apparently <laughs> and then heard the bad news <laughs> um no that's i think that's huge like with kids um going out and taking them on hikes and stuff like having something they're gonna go see or look at at the end of it or the middle of it is versus like what i would do which is just like i don't know let's go down this trail and see what's down here mm-hmm. but and then also just having this like the flexibility of being like hey if if the kids aren't into it we're gonna turn around after 
Yeah. Like, we might only make it 200 yards. I Today with Millie, I was like, there's a chance we don't even make it halfway up the mountain. You know, like there's a chance we just have to turn around because she's just not in the mood. And I think that's part of it. Like you just have to be able you to. You have to have zero expectations. You really do. I mean, even like our oldest is eight and I'm hoping this summer that she wants to go backpacking and she wants to go paddleboarding and like do all this stuff this summer which i'm super excited for but i'm also kind of like realistically like there's a chance we plan like a backpacking trip and after an hour she's just not in the mood and i think as being like a i don't know it's one of those things where it's like do you force her to keep going because she might actually like you know Sometimes they're in a bad mood for like five minutes and then they're in a good mood again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're like, I can't give in like instantly, but at a certain point you have to know like if you have to call it or not. So I don't know. Second, secondary fun? Uh, type two fun. Type two fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Do you have an adventure that you've gone on um, by yourself that is memorable? <clears throat> Uh, do you? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't do much fun stuff by myself. <laughs> That's really sad. Um, I went on a yoga retreat. That wasn't by myself, though. That was with, like, 60 other people. Yeah, no, but... But you, you weren't there. Did you go there not knowing anybody? And with there not knowing anybody. Then I feel like that's by yourself. That was really cool. Yeah, because people... I think that's like a an experience people should have is go do like a communal thing like that where you're surrounded by an awesome community, but go into it without any like previous connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about like, how was that? It was cool. It was about four years ago. Yeah. Yes. Because it was before Millie. Um, it was just a three day weekend and it was like this huge Airbnb, I think, in Jefferson, Colorado. Um, yeah, and we like meditated and did yoga three times a day and they had a cook come in and. Was it weird? Like, what were you like in it? Were you shy or like? I mean, no, I shared stuff, but not, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm never very like, I don't like to draw attention to myself. You're not super extroverted either. No, no. That was I was exhausting having to talk to sixty new people, <laughs> but it was good for me. Yeah, I can only do that every once in a while. So that reminds me of when uh, Scott and Catherine, Scott and Fun Catherine, got mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, <laughs> no, their wedding—that sounds horrible. Their wedding was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the Scott's gonna listen. He'll be like, "What?" Uh, no, so um, you had to like carry the team of I me did. and you. Because my voice was completely That has gone. never happened. You, you literally could not talk. I couldn't like say a word. You were word. having to whisper. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, this, guy's, this is going to be a super spreader. Because <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. And I think I remember that morning. I You're like, I don't have COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, that morning I went for a run up in Eagle. And I hadn't seen anybody for like two hours. I was like pretty far back there. And... I hadn't talked either because it was early in the morning, so I hadn't said a word. But I was like, I felt great. I was like, dang, dude, I feel I feel totally fine. And I finally saw this guy running up the trail at me. And, you know, I have to say hi to, to say, literally every human being. 
You're like a dog. <laughs> and uh, has to like smell everybody that walks by. And uh, he, uh, he, I'm, I was I, like raised my hand to like wave and say hi, and I was like, hi. <laughs> he looked at me like, <laughs> what is happening? And just he like picked up the pace a bit and just kept going. And I was like, oh, I still can't talk. And then I was so impressed with you that night because we didn't know anybody at that wedding except Judson. And like one person besides the bride and groom. And you carried the team like a I champ. I did. You did. I small talked yeah. like no other. That's right. You picked up the small. ball and you ran with it. I can. This makes it seem like I don't like to talk to people. I like to skip the small talk part and like. <laughs> I don't know. I just I like when you get into a conversation with someone, you're really connecting, and then you're talking about like deeper things. All of a sudden, like that's way better for me. Yeah. Because I feel awkward at small talk. Like, I don't know. Well, we can only small... We talked, like, about real things. Because you can only talk about, like, what do you do for work? Do you have kids? Blah, blah, blah. And we were the only ones with kids. So that was weird. Yeah. We were, like, the old people at that we kid were, table. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't kids. They were, like, young, hip. They were way cooler, way cooler than, than us people. Us. So I don't know why we got to sit at that table. Yeah. Oh, do you remember? <laughs> the fish skin? <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> no, I can't even think about the, that. Uh, we pull up at this fancy hotel in Vail. <laughs> <laughs> or not Vail, Avon. It, but yeah, whatever, it's a fancy Vail. hotel. And there's valet parking. <laughs> and my uh, currently, for like the last six months. No, it's been a year. It's not been a year. Can we pop? Oh, I'll come. We'll circle back to, so to my thoughts. So for the last like six months, my uh, door handle inside doesn't work. So I have to roll the window down, reach outside the door, and open my car from the outside. Like, I, does that, that explain that, right? People you can have to open that. your car door from the outside so, part of the car door, yeah. which requires you to roll the window down yeah. every time. So we pull up to the valet at this fancy schmancy place, and I was like, hey, man, just so you know. Here's a George Washington for you if you... Here's a George Washington. You're going to have to roll that window down, reach outside of it, open it, roll that window back up just so you can get out of the car. And a couple of times it's happened where um, I've gotten in the car and I've closed the door, but I forgot the keys inside. And then I can't roll the window down. So I have to crawl over the... Yeah, the pass, out of the passenger seat. I remember hearing once this, that <laughs> this is going to sound so bad after you've like been so nice and complimenting me this whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> no, hit me with it. No, no. I remember hearing or reading somewhere that what makes you fall in love with your spouse, you will end up hating about them. So, <laughs> so one of the things I fell in love with just is how like how flexible and go with the flow and how yeah. you don't let things bother you. Yeah. I love that about you. But that has translated into you not getting this car door fixed for a year. Even though our n- we didn't have a dishwasher that worked for like a good six months back need, in Des Moines, you're like, hey, we don't need a yeah, dishwasher. Oh, we can wash dishes our hands. Yeah. yeah. So love you. Our net, like literally, like one of our next door neighbors, like I can fix that in five minutes. To the door. Uh huh. Why didn't you take him up on it? I Larry? mean, I'm going to eventually. 
But also when we've rented cars, because James and I did this when we went to Salt Lake City. You just find yourself rolling down the window to open the door? Yeah, to film. Like, we... That's rented. a sign that it you've been doing this too long. It has like it's a so habit muscle now. memory. Like I'll roll the window down, and James just looked at me, and I was like halfway out the door <laughs> with my hand or the window with my hand, and he just looked at me, and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh this oh. door you open from the inside." Yeah, you open it like a normal door. <laughs> is what you're saying? <laughs> is there something I'm gonna? Is there something that you fell in love with me? Yeah. About that you now hate about me? You're very giving. And at that wedding, you gave me the fish skin <laughs> on my plate. And I, I don't know what I thought it was. Uh, no. I don't know. Well, I just don't like, I can't, this, I cannot eat meat that still looks like it did when it was alive. <laughs> Which I don't is, think people eat the fish skin, do they? No. I mean, I'm sure, no, I'm sure people do. But like, do. I can't even look at the fish and I'm sure skin. It's fine. Which is why I took it off of my plate. And put it onto your plate, and you thought it was Brussels Brussels sprout, and you ate an entire in one uh, bite. fish worth of fish I skin. It, it is so disgusting. Put it in, and then you didn't spit it out. You just we were at it. a nice wedding. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have to send this one. To Scott. Like, this guy can't talk. He's puking up fish skins. <laughs> Scott and Catherine did not even know this. These fun adventures were mm-hmm. were happening during their their wedding. But no, I love. I don't know. I I really enjoy you as a human being. So you're my best friend. You're super sweet. You're my best friend. Yeah. You're gonna make. You're making me look bad now that I said I'm, that about I'm, you. I'm, you are. <laughs> you're gonna let me hear it later. No, I'm really just gonna think. say. I was just about to add. Like, I'm knocking that door fix for like. Another six months. <laughs> Just a spite. I'll get it fixed this summer sometime, I'm sure. No, you won't. Because the summer is a perfect time to keep the window down. That's actually a great point. Right now is an inconvenient <clears throat> time where you have to roll it down in the winter. And it's not even that bad. And then roll it back up. Yeah, but I think like... I think there's... It's so easy to like fall into... <laughs> Into modern comforts these days, you know. Oh, this is just no. This keeping is not, you grounded. This is not part of from that getting at all. too used to. But I'm like, I it's doors. Kind of, it's wild. Like I can go on, t- like the TV, and I can watch like any type of movie I want, any TV show I want, at any point of the day. Like I don't have to wait for commercials. I know our kids don't know what commercials are. We they could, get so pissed every time one they comes do. on. They're like, turn it back to the show. They're like, like, I don't like this show. We had yeah. to watch the commercials. But, but I also will say, like, you, where we are right, like, in the suburbs, basically, like, you can order, like, all sorts of different types of food. Apparently, they'll just bring it to your house nowadays. Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, there are times where I just, I personally, like, want to be uncomfortable. And I want to feel discomfort. And I don't want to have the capability of having this kind of stuff and i don't know if that plays a part of like wanting to go do an ultra marathon or or go out and explore the wilderness like one of my favorite parts of going out though is like not having phone service like i just like not being connected in that sense i don't know i don't crave feeling uncomfortable (laughs) like you do i mean i will say i don't feel like any like successful person ever got there without some suffering yeah but i don't crave it i know it's going to come 
So I enjoy the comfort. Yeah. While it lasts. But. Is that why you do these crazy things? Because you want to be uncomfortable? Where you're like, come pick me up in 26... Come pick me up in Boulder. I'm going to go run over the mountain. Um, yeah, I think that's part of it. I think it's a, a weird concoction. It's a weird mixture of all of these different things. Like, I like being covered in dirt. It makes me feel like a person. I like knowing that my legs can get me up a mountain... You know, I like not having phone service and being disconnected for a while and relying on my, I mean, it's so silly because I don't think I actually do this, but like when you think of adventure, you think of someone relying on like their wits and like, you know, like you think of like Indiana Jones and he's like making it up as he goes. Like, do you have a plan? I got like 5% of a plan, like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Is that a quote? I don't think that's a quote from Indiana Jones, (laughs) but he would say that he would say stuff like that probably. And I don't know. I think it's all of those things make it something that's like, to me is like a really worthwhile endeavor because then you have life throw actual stuff at you. And also, by the way, like how blessed and how privileged we are to like be able to want to be uncomfortable you know, and like you get a kind of see like that that's a benefit, like can be a benefit, like having obstacles and having adversity. Um, I don't know. And then I think it's kind of training for when life inevitably goes sideways for a bit and you have to somehow make it through like everyone does because mm-hmm. like there's always crazy stuff going on. I don't know. That's my two two cents. That's my two two cents. It's probably one cent. Like from me, like saying like all of that, you'd probably be like, no, 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 that's not that's one cent. We're <laughs> that's only worth one cent. You're good. Um so over there I have the periodic table of elements of adventure. Oh, look at that. I've been waiting like so I love it, dude. It's, like he's the best. Brendan Leonard, semi rad. I've asked a couple <laughs> people this. <clears throat> um if you had to add an element or just to you, like what's an important element, what would you want to add to that chart? Add to it? Well, I need to read it all first. Or maybe not add. Maybe it's on there. But like to you. I want to know what a Bergschrund is. Do you know what that is? I don't. Mm-mm. That's German for something. Berg, I feel like is mountain. Google okay. that. What is it? Bergschrund. Okay. You make a prediction of what it is. Isn't Berg mountain schrund? Mountain trails. What's next to it? That could be a hint. Eddies. Oh, kickers, crevices, moguls, bergshrunds. What is it? Oh, I spelled it wrong. It's S-C-H. Okay. R-U-N-D-S. Here you go. It's, it's a crevasse or a series of crevasses often found near the head of a mountain glacier. Ah. There you go. Um, I like sand. Stars, sunset, sunrises, mm-hmm. dopamine. Oh, I like all the ones in this. Serotonin, caffeine, freedom, wonder, wisdom, wanderlust. See, I should have just not said any of the stuff I just said about adventure and just like made me point to one. Steered people towards this because I feel like he's really 
thought about it. Like, it's very thoughtful and, like, thought out. Do you out. show notes for this? Is that fancy enough? You can put this up. I mean, I've talked about it quite a bit. Oh. I think I ordered <laughs> That's I ordered right. It. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's obviously, like, big listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I ordered it off his website. Look up like, what Sastrugi is. Oh, I know what that is. Well, That's like a windblown, um, like frozen ice that sounds in the Arctic. Yeah, that no, but it's an like element that. of adventure. It doesn't have to be fun. Oh, okay. So, what would you add to it? Would you add anything, or what would what would the Lindsay Ward? Is there a nap on there? That sounds really bad. Like outside Ooh, nap, outside outdoor nap? nap. Oh, I'm in. outdoor nap. I'm into an outdoor nap Hammock on there. Nap. Ooh, an outdoor nap, dude. Outdoor hammock nap. You don't even need a hammock, dude. I... Just lay down in the dirt. Find some dirt that's comfy. Ooh, like uh, when I've ran in Minnesota, the, the ground is kind of like mossy and like has some give. That would make a great bed. Great outdoor bed. That's awesome. That was a great one. Um, Last question. Mm-hmm. We've spent many many times watching really dumb action movies lately oh like really dumb. i mean do we have another hour well no so i think Talk what, about this. well i think what happened is we during like summer 2020 we watched all of the wire yes. and i love the wire it's my favorite show of all time it is super real it holds up super frustrating it holds up in like a way that's kind of frustrating because you're like, well, you're like, well, the world is not any better. Well, it's like a lot of ago. the systems are still messed up and broken and have struggles and stuff like that. Um, so we watched that and it was so real that I think our rebound, our, our, uh, cars parachuting out of airplanes. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, uh, bungee jumping snot rocket rebound going the other direction mm. was to you just, watch you just really wanted, I just to, keep, wanted to bring that you really want to keep making that a uh-huh, thing. i did was to watch cars jumping out of airplanes now um yes. i would say there's a subset of the dumb action movie that you would also throw in the category of adventure film dumb action movie and hey, this is all a preview. This is, is all this? a tease. Oh, this is a teaser. This is a tease for a future episode. Do I get to be invited on to that one? You can pop on. Okay. But it's with the the one and only Travis Steffen talking about adventure films, which hopefully we're trying to put together soon. Um, but that subcategory, an outdoor adventure. Outdoor adventure, dumb, but stupid action but movie. But stupid action movie. I would say there's a couple we've watched that. I mean, The Edge. The Edge, obviously. Number one. Um, River Wild. Okay, explain River Wild because it's great. River Wild. It was fantastic. (laughs) Meryl Streep is not retired, but she used to be. She's not. She's not retired, but she no longer. Is a rapid, what is it called? She was a river like a rapid guide, guide in her 20s. But she's taking her son and she's going to take her family and her goofus husband down. And somehow they know sign language, but you're like, well, that's going to come that's back gonna into, come play. into play. Oh, yeah. That for sure. <laughs> uh, back mental play. note. And so, anyway, she's doing a rapid trip with her son and then she ends up helping Kevin Bacon and. Well, so they. And what's they, his name? 
John C. Riley. John C. Riley. So they pull over on the side, and there are these two guys there, and they're like, "Hey, who are bad guys?" Spoiler well, alert. But they don't know that yet. That's part of it. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, we need some help going down the river." And then what's the thing? What's the? They're like, "Oh, we can't, we can't go over that." Oh yeah, it was what like the, the, gaunt- the, no, gauntlet. the gauntlet. The gauntlet. <laughs> Nobody survived. The Nobody gauntlet. survived the gauntlet since like, you. I've done Meryl the gauntlet. Street. I've done the gauntlet on Meryl Street. <laughs> I can't do it with my son. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so oh, so good. So good. And so they're like, you slowly. I mean, I think. I mean, <laughs> pretty quickly, you you realize as the audience, like, these guys are not good. Well, first guys. of all, Kevin Bacon can't swim, and he's like watching her bathe, which is creepy. He is cr- super. Creepy. I have a lot of mixed feelings about him in that movie. John C. Riley just seemed like he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. You kind of feel bad for John C. Riley in it because you're like, oh, he's not a good dude, but like, but he's not he's a bad like, dude. The dumber one of the two who's he like, doesn't want to be they on like this. had robbed something. It wasn't his boat to do a rapid getaway. Yeah. And it spoiler alert, a rapid getaway is not rapid. It takes days. <laughs> it, takes days. <laughs> it takes days for them to get through the gauntlet. That movie was awesome. I we That's the setup. We're not I, gonna tell you anymore. Do we need to talk about the edge? <laughs> Yeah, so the edge. Are we going to spoil all these great movies for Well, people? I would say this. So this is our preview for the Travis Steffens Ultimate Guide to Adventure movies. One of the categories is dumb action movies. But that are adventurous. That are out in the... I think the qualification that I made up to be in an adventure movie is it has to be 80% outdoors. Well, would you say outdoors. that Tropic... What is it? Tropic Thunder? Would that fall under the outdoor adventure stupid movie action? No. That's no. a That's like a... I don't even know what that is. Okay. No, so it it has to be eighty percent outdoors or somebody goes camping. So I guess in that movie they probably go camping. So it would count. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, the edge. Tell me. Tell me about it. Alec I'm gonna Ball- give you Alec Baldwin and Ham what's not the guy Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. They uh they're doing something and they're in a they're in a plane crash and they're in the woods. And Harold Perrineau from Lost, the guy who's they're like, They're basically, Whoa. they're in a crash and they have to get home, but. Yeah. They crash Alec the Baldwin has the hots for Anthony Hopkins' young wife and Anthony Hopkins thinks something is up and one of them There's is named Charles. Anthony Hopkins' name is Charles and they say the name Charles over a hundred times in that movie. They say, so, and I brought this up before on here. They say the name like it'd be like if me and you were. I'm gonna out, Google how many times they say Charles. If me and you were out in the wild and it was just me and you and our plane had crashed and we're trying to survive Chris. and a bear's chasing us, I don't think I would ever say your name. Do you know what I mean? They say Charles in the edge. But Alec Baldwin is constantly saying Anthony Hopkins' name. Eighty-seven in it. times. Eighty-seven, like every it says, sentence. Oh, at least eighty-seven times. And he's doing it to kind of be a jerk, I think. But it would be like if no one else is around for hundreds of miles and I was like, Lindsay, there's a bear chasing us. Lindsay, Lindsay are we safe from the bear? Lindsay? <laughs> Anyways, that one's great too. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that are coming to mind right now. I got one more and then I'm going to have you rank them. Mm-hmm. Cliffhanger. Mm, that was good. I remember. Le- I remember the least. What I remember the least amount about Cliffhanger. What do you remember about Cliffhanger? The lady. F- <laughs> spoiler. That's the beginning. I don't right? think that's a spoiler. No. Who is in that movie? Who's the famous? 
guy who didn't John Lithgow. Oh. He's the bad guy. No, who is the guy who like couldn't hold on to her in the beginning? That's Sylvester Stallone. It's not Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, but he's the oh, one who no, can't no, no. hold on to her. He's the one who couldn't hold on to her. But who is that lady's like, husband who's pissed at Sylvester Stallone because he couldn't yeah, hold on to her? He's awesome. It's the dude. It's the dude from Walking Dead, right? Yeah, in Gardens of the Galaxy. Yes, Nor- not Norman Reedus, the other guy. I, I'm What's his name? Oh, uh, we're I'm we've lost I'm so many people at this point. I know. Michael Rooker. Michael obviously. Rooker, and he's great. I don't remember that movie a ton. I remember you were attracted to Michael Rooker in it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess I'm gonna ra- rank that one, rank that last, because I don't remember as much about it. What? Tell me one. Or I remember, two remember John Lithgow. There's something with like a helicopter. Uh huh. There's some helicopter fight in there. There's a helicopter fight. And there's... John Lithgow has a weird accent. No, he's just doing, like, extra bad. Like, he's just a bad guy, but, like, extra he's, bad guy. I love him as a bad guy, though. Like, in Dexter. He was really good as a... That, he's, mess, that season messed me up in Dexter. He was so good at being creepy. Um... I don't remember much from it. Okay. So rank them. River so I guess Wild, that one is last because I don't remember that much about it. The Edge and River Wild is number one. It's cool to see Meryl Streep be the hero. It is cool to see Meryl Streep be the hero. All right. That Are we going to end on that? I guess. No. <laughs> Nobody's listening at this point anyway. Probably not. No. You... We lost them way back at the fish skins. So I... <laughs> way back at fish skins. I'm enjoying it though and that was really the whole point of this. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Why? This is a really selfish question. Mm. But you watched the very first rough draft of our film. I did. And we're way beyond that at this point. Like we've I made cried a lot of changes. Three times. I teared up three times. I can't tell if it you're... takes a lot to make me cry. I like a tear started to form three times. Which is more than most things make me do. Because I'm cold-hearted she watched it and her heart grew three sizes it did what's like i mean what did you think like honestly it's weird because i showed it to you and i'm like well she's my wife she's not gonna be not that i'm not you're definitely biased i am very biased i i mean i knew so much of the story going into it that none of it was really a surprise to me, but to see it visualized and like put together so well, that's like what got me. Cause like you talk about it a lot. I mean, a lot. I would say like on a pie chart of our conversations, can't, like what we're doing, like agenda, who's putting the kids to bed and doing like chores and bullshit is like 50%. And then I would say that this movie is like 45% of our conversations. I agree. And I was actually texting some of the guys. So anyway, let me finish that sentence. So I know a lot about it, but like you talking about it, like didn't give it justice to how good it was. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. But I was texting the guys the other day, like our friends from high school, like Thad and Brady and Sean and, and Travis and Matt and stuff. And um, I just said, like, you it's just weird. It's like to do something like this, it feels like you almost have to, like, have, like, a like really close to, like, an obsession just 
to like keep it going to like the process is so long it's so intricate and i've learned so much like i'm so excited for it but i'm like dude i feel like it you almost have to be like singularly focused a little bit to get it done and i feel like you know that's that's why i said like i haven't really trained for anything like big event in the past like for a long time Mm -hmm. and i think that's why because i feel like i've had to be singularly focused on that so i want to just say if it's if it's ever been like so crazy and i know it's been a lot and i just really appreciate you and the kids for being so supportive because you guys have and it wouldn't have been possible at all without you guys so it's meant a lot it has meant a lot and i like feel like i put my like heart and soul into it and a lot of like what i've explored in the podcast with people about these topics like i feel like that is what like it's resulted in this project but it's also like what i feel like we've been able to explore in the project project and it's been really 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 amazing so anyways well you're welcome i mean if i didn't know how important it if i if it wasn't this important to you like of course i'm going to support you in anything you do and like you obviously don't get paid for this podcast so i mean i feel like you've gotten paid another like like the friendships that we made and like experiences the weird networks and like our bubbles of friends is like priceless it would be cool if, like, Patagonia reached out, but... They're not going to. <laughs> but I wouldn't change it. You're lucky. All right. That wraps up this week's show. Um, huge thanks to Lindsay for everything, really. Um, all the support. Um, a hilarious conversation here. Um, and just everything she's brought to my life, uh, for sure. Um, she's supported this podcast from obviously like before I even started it uh, and it has just been absolutely incredible uh, through this whole experience. Um, and like I mentioned at the end there, um, through the experience of, uh, you know, going out and filming the race last summer. And now of course, through the almost probably more, well, definitely more time consuming and more arduous, but also really cool, like creatively uh, experience of post-production and editing and figuring out all those steps. So um, she is absolutely incredible uh, and I love her very much. So, yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you listen this far, I, I hope you got something out of that. I don't know. Maybe some good movie recommendations or, or something like that. But uh But yeah, that one was really, really fun for me. And I had an absolute blast. Um, Yeah. So anyways, we will get back to everybody next Friday. Um, We're bringing um, another adventure on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll get back at you then. Thank you.